Okay, good evening ladies and gentlemen. We are learning Rabbeinu Yoyana, uh, Sefer Hamish, uh, on, on Mishlei. And we left off last night talking about Bitochon and really uh, describing that the first level of Bitochon, of course, the Torah promises, Akash Baruch makes a promise. Uh, Hashem's promise is not 99%, not 99.99%, it's 100%. Every, every word, every haftacha, every promise of the Torah is a 100% guaranteed return on investment. The Torah says that you, you will not lose uh, for doing a mitzvah, you will not lose by keeping Shabbos, you will not lose by doing Shabbos. If the Torah says you will get uh, uh, blessed for doing this kind of mitzvah, then you will be blessed for doing... This that 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 is the at some level could be one person can be challenged at times, uh, you know to think they they they're not going to lose out by doing what's right, but it's 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 an easy thing to be talk but because the Torah says this is the case, and we left off last night um, discussing. Well, that's very nice the things we have promises on. There are other areas in life there is no promise. There 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 is nothing. Um, that's there. You know, one of the things we discussed. Um, is that an essential reality of betachan, and one of the reasons why uh, the that which we're going to see later on, why at the end of the day, even if a person has sins, and even see we we for sure have sins. Where Yaakov Avinu, wherever Yaakov Avinu's sins or Shmuel's sins were, <laughs> they were so great. We can't even imagine how great, uh, spiritually great they were. You say, okay. Whatever their sins were, they were nervous about it. it the Torah tells us that the chesed of Hashem is so is so overwhelming. Um, you know, when, I, I think I compared it last night to a, a human father, a human parent. When we see our children, all we want to do is give them. Now, sometimes we have to discipline them. Um, so if I get I, I honestly, uh, I, I was telling my wife, like, having the kids locked in this house for many weeks already, it's pushing crazy. It's like a real test for kids. I, I, I can't imagine growing up this way. Uh, it's a test for the parents because we have to be in the house with these kids. And, and, you know, the children, every age is a different test for little kids. If one test for teenagers is a different test, um, you know, you have to discipline children. That's part of uh, the the job criteria of a parent. But the discipline's also out of love. You only want to give love. So certainly, Akash um, Baruch who is much more loving than the best parent to ever live in this world, and not only Akash Baruch knows better than anyone how to help uh, help us. So we have to, the techelas, like the hope, the keyboard that comes from the bitachon is that, that we will even see in this world, even the here and now, Hashem's bracha in our life. And that's really how we, we, we pick up the next thing. Because part of it is, and, and, and this is an amazing thing, you know, I, I uh, when, when it's sphere time, and so I, when I'm doing my emails, or I'm doing, since I'm a, since I'm a teenager actually, some, some habits, when I would study, uh, in, in high school, actually even in elementary, even elementary, that's how far this habit of mine goes back, I would pace, um, and I would listen to music, or, oh, for sure I'd pace, uh, and I would listen to music. So whenever 
if I'm learning Gemara, I'm not going to do that, but if I'm thinking or answering emails or, or I'm learning my drashas, I'm learning my drashas 100%. I'm playing music or I'm listening to my drashas. It just gets me into this mind frame. So I don't, obviously, like you, don't listen to music. I don't personally, I'm not make call on acapella for myself. Um, so what I, sometimes I, when I'm doing emails, I'm on background. So I'll, I'll listen to speeches. And I get probably 30, 40% of these speeches through osmosis in my head, and there's, you know, two types of speeches I like. One one type of speech that I appreciate is the more cerebral TED Talk. Uh, I love, uh, uh, you know, graduation speeches at major universities, uh, and the other type of more motivational speeches. And one of the things I like are these, you know, it's, uh, you, you can do it type speeches. Um, and I've always felt myself um, personally empowered by the, the belief that one through could push themselves to accomplish way more than they ever could imagine. And I think, you know, it's actually, I'll just, and I, this I've been sharing, um, the wackiest thing, I told my wife, it was so crazy. I got invited uh, today uh, to present to, I don't know how many ladies it is, but it's a, it's a writer's group in Jerusalem of Jewish religious ladies. Um, now, and it's a good thing they have a yearly conference, uh, and this year will be via Zoom. It's going to be in early June. And now the crazy thing is not that they asked me, which is pretty crazy, but it's even crazier the people they asked, the other people, because I saw who they asked, they're like rock stars of Jewish journalists and writers. And I'm like, some of these people are like way older, way much, much, much more uh, accomplished than myself in this. I don't look at my, I find myself to be, enjoy, I don't enjoy writing. I'm going to be very frank. I enjoy speaking, believe it or not. I don't enjoy writing. I honestly don't enjoy it. I enjoy doing something in this world. Um, but uh, my, here's my point. I said, my wife, this is so crazy. Ask me to be. So I said to the lady, listen. I, I said, actually, what I said now, I said, I'm not, I don't, I'm not a natural writer. I'm a decent writer background. I'm not a natural writer. I don't enjoy writing. It takes me, it, it takes me a really long time. Um, but, but, uh, you know, I think that if you want to in- empower people um, to realize that everyone can make a difference, and I truly believe this, um, and, I, you know, part of it is experiencing it. Like, I just told my wife, because I, I put in a, um, a a op-ed this week into for a major paper about seeing spirituality during COVID. So the first paper did not take it. It's clear. So I sent it to a couple more. Um you know the 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 if you if you don't I think why well, am I write this op-ed for a major new, new paper you know or, or to write about religion or in any way I I I came to this belief a long time ago that anyone can write and anyone if you believe passionately in something and you believe that everything is possible it's all possible you should not look at yourself obviously you, you a person needs a certain amount of of seichel to to write things but like. So I told my wife, I said, you know, my, the Poland article I wrote two years ago, I had other articles which have turned out to be impactful. I got one thing I the BBC one team interview about, and like a lot of things come from different things. It's just how life goes. One thing leads to another. But I said, like, the, the, this, I'll give you an example, the, the Washington Times article I wrote on Poland two years ago, which I got death threats from, well, it, it, I, it was like, the, it was a 20-something paper that I wrote it for. Like 20, I, I put it in, I sent it, I got me no's and maybes and a no's. Um, 
and the Washington Times, it turned out, I didn't even cop it when I went, um, it, it is an, an, a newspaper that's read by Congress. And it's, it has about 100-something thousand people subscription. But, but of that, those people, it is from a lot of the Washington, D.C. elite, especially the Republican Washington, D.C., Elite. I mean, it's read. I, I did not realize it when I went in there. It's read by the who's who of Washington D.C., especially in the Republican session, But everyone, because they, it's it's one. It's the second largest paper in Washington D.C. It's a political. It's a political newspaper. Well, because it ended up in that newspaper, because it ended up in that newspaper, it actually got a response by the ambassador of Poland. Okay, could you mention me, Menachem writing in San Jose, California, and the ambassador of Poland actually responds to my letter, which I got rejected by, by my, my article, by 20 newspapers, uh, or, or not taken, not taken. Um, the foreign ministry of Poland uh, discussed my article. So I thought to myself, this is like amazing. It, not only did I, was I able for my desk to have an impact, because that Saturday night, actually, I, my article came on Tuesday. Um, on Friday, the Polish ambassador and the foreign ministry discussed my letter. And that Saturday night, they froze that Polish uh, anti-Semitic law. Now, was it only my article? For sure not. The Israeli government was involved. But I do believe that Congress, congressional people read it. I, and I do believe that, that it, forced the, if it forced the ambassador to, in the foreign ministry to say something. It obviously had some, uh, some power effect. They would never, ever, even if it would be in the San Jose Mercury News, which has a larger subscription, if it would, they wouldn't have responded. So why am I saying this? Because this lady asked me to speak for this group. I, I think myself like, why don't so many more people, there's so much bad that goes on in this world, there's so much anti-religious junk in the news, there's so much shakar, why don't a lot of people do things? Because we feel that we can't. It's like we really, in life, and, I, and if, I, if I had to give one speech to this lady, that's what I'm going to speak about, if you have any talents whatsoever, never think you can't affect the world. Never look at yourself and say, I, I can't do something. Never, never feel hopeless in your situation. First of all, that, that it's unfortunately, you know, a self-living a fulfillment pro- prophecy if you believe that. You will be hopeless and you won't do anything if you believe that. Uh, and, and I think that the reason why at some level that I felt motivated to do this because I, I, I've, over the years, um, came to a very firm belief that if you feel passionately about anything in this world, and you're willing to not give up, you will be successful. It doesn't mean you'll be 100% successful. It may not be always the way you envision, but you will make an impact, 100%. A Yid, a Jew especially, who feels passionately about something, who deeply wants to make an impact, will make an impact. And it's not a personal view, it's a Torah view. The second um, is, is purely Vitachan. And that is, when you, like, when you look at a, a Sarashnir in this world, I mean, here's a lady, talk about me, Sarah Schneer was a lady living in Krakow. She was, uh, uh, I think she was divorced at the time, or, or, or you know, not married. She, she was a nobody. And she start, started the, 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 the whole woman's education. For, for, I mean, how does a woman do that? I mean, how do you, how does you change the world? I'm just reading a book on Noah Weinberg now. You know, a man who at the time, Balachuva in the early 1960s, was unheard of. Who you know? Who could believe that you could affect the world? So it goes back to that, that lesson I said a while back uh, about Ramchal and Kivoy and Hope, and that Rabbi Aaron Cutler 
his, his greatest trait was not that he was a great Talmud Chacham, he was a genius of geniuses, so he had Bitachon. And what Bitachon is, is that under all circumstances, under the most trying situations, when you believe in Hashem, all is possible. And not only that, says the, the Rebbeinu Yerina, it should know, again, Yedim Levavo does not mean it cerebrally. Bitachon, it, it's not just like a knowledge point. It has to be in the gut. It has to be real. And by the way, every degree of, of bitachon, of faith, uh, makes an impact. Uh, every, every, every little drop of bitachon is, is, is gold. It, but the more that it's, uh, it, it's been inculcated into a person, um, the, the, the calmer they'll be and the more empowered they'll be. And so you have to know in your heart that everything, I mean, the, the, we just finished Purim, the whole Purim story was everything looks black, it's all dark, it doesn't, it doesn't look like there's any hope for the Jewish people. You have Haman sitting there at the, the Viceroy, the number two in Persia, there's a death sentence of the Jews, Achashverosh himself, at the, it, when the Megillah story opens, is a Russia whose party was to cause the Jews to sin, who was celebrating that the Jews will never go back to Jerusalem, and Haman's from a Malik. It just looks terrible. And he had Kolbi Dei Shemaim. No. But a Jew says, no. Everything, literally everything is in the hands of Hashem. If Akash Baruch wants to change the world in a second, in a millisecond, Akash Baruch Hu could change all of the realities around. The Hachlef HaMazel is a huge topic in Hashkacha. Which means that, that, that by a Jew, by the nation of the Jewish people, they're, that um, they're in Mazel which means, you know, Mazel, just very briefly, uh, Mazel means we all have a certain spiritual con- connection to the upper worlds. And we wish someone a Mazel to your, your Mazel should be good. Mazel means to be dripped, that the spiritual connection for the upper, upper world. But we also have core tchunas. Everybody, as as individuals, have core. Like for example, if you're born in the mazel of of, uh, of madim of like Mars, you can be like famously, you can be a murderer if you use it for the bad. You could be a shaychet, you can be a butcher, and like a lot of you can be a moil, right? You'd say today you'd be a, a surgeon, or whatever, right? Uh, it, the, the, it, how you'll use your mazel will be up to you. Well, on a nationwide, Akash Baruch the Jewish people, we are a people who we we. Like we break all the rules, you know. There's what the normal rules of history of of events of impact in the world. We we because there's no mazel by Yisrael. With something looks like it's all over for the Jews, and in a minute it changes. And the the Torah will look at that in a minute because there's a mazel Yisrael. But even for us as individuals, um, it's in theory possible to change our mazel, but for sure we can change the within the mazel itself. What what will be well, with us? The English Sham Matsor, nothing that stops Hashem. No matter how bad, no matter how dreadful, no how or or, or or how little hope it seems to be. The Gam Kitsara And the truth is, is even and this is very true, very often when the tsara, when you're literally at the breaking point, um when when you realize it's just not up to you. Um, 
you're at the point where you want to give in the towel. You just want to just say, I can't do this. Uh, the, the Yeshuasa Lavo Kriv, I just mentioned Rabbi Noah Feinberg, the man spent years, years facing rejection after death. What made him go on? Because he believed he had to save Jewish children. He believed he had, in, in, the, in the value of what he was doing. And at the, the point where most people, he, that's where he was uh, uh, su- successful. Why? How did he do it? Because with the, at the point of where you feel that I can't be successful, it's up to me. You know, it's totally not up to me. Uh, you know, I mentioned being, watching motivational things. That's, that's a part of it. And the truth is, I do believe you need to have be- belief in yourself. It's not a share, and it's not. And I've talked about it um, mo- multiple times over the years. It's not enough to believe in Hashem uh, per se. You need to believe in yourself. Now, you can believe in yourself um, and be an egotist, uh, and that you'll have nobody talking Hashem. It's up to you. Um, or you can believe that Hashem puts everyone like. Uh, again, I only mention about writing because I got this crazy, right? Mom is crazy. Like, I was, the fact that they asked me is like, ridiculously dumb because the people, other people are really qualified. And you know, if I ever wrote anything that had any, you know, in the poster or whatever, it's just because I, I believed that passion badly. It's not that I'm, a, you know, I, if you believe in yourself and you, you're passionate about something, then when you have bitachan in Hashem, not yourself, because, why, you know, when you be talking about anything is possible. It's like push it, anything is possible at that point. Um, whether it's to start an organization, whether it's to write an article, whether it's to help someone, whether it's to change who you are and to change the world. I mean, literally, mamish anything is is, is possible. But when when you're bitsara, bitsara means that you don't. It's not where you really cancel you. It means it, you you've tried your utmost and you just have had no success. Or you you are really challenged, or you just have no money left in the bank, or you're you're a, a death row at that point, where it's where you're trying and you've done everything you can, and you put everything in bitachon. The Yeshuasa level is incredible. It's actually it's at that point where a person can see a greater salvation, a greater redemption. Because yeah, everything is possible. Yeah, everything is possible. Uh, you know, look up. I mean, look up to the heavens. Look at the world. Look at as Yeshaya says. Look at the world and see that who created everything in the world. Be inspired that there's a Rebbeinu Shalom, there's a Creator of the world, there's a Master Rebbeinu Shalom. There is a Master of the world, and know that there is a redemption in it. Because again, Akash Baruch is a mate. he wants to give us more than any father would want to give us, he knows that we need more. And he controls the whole world. V'yiftach b'shem Yisparach. And at that point, you can have, there's no promise over here. Who says that your article will be accepted, that you're going to make a Beisach, that you're going to make a Eishat Torah, that you're going to help this Jew, that you're going to, your business is going to be successful? Who said you're going to build this business? Who said in the world that you're going to get a shul building, or you're going to build a preschool, are you going to have... I'm telling you right now, with the Erev, uh, honestly, I, I, I don't know if I've said this in the talk much, but I said this in my drasha. There was a point on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur where I thought it was absolutely over. I just put my head on the shtender on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And I said, Hashem, 
There is, it's all up to you. I literally, 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 I, 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 I totally felt it was like the brick wall. It was like mission impossible. Um, I, you know, mamish mission impossible. And so you have to believe. There's no problem. Who's going to get of? Who said your business is going to be successful? You know, people want want to have um, you know things in life. you're going to get it. Who says? You know, there are people who want to make aliyah. Who says that's going to happen? You want to, you know, you want to do something in this world? There's no guarantee. No, and here there is. It means if you, the more bitachon you you have, you can have the hope. Now there are sometimes for whatever supernatural reasons that it's just not good for you. I mean, there there are people who, for whatever reason, it's gzeir I don't believe. That any of us will have to be talking to Chazanish, and for whatever reason, Hashem didn't want the Chazanish to have children. Didn't want it. And this, I'm sure the Chazanish, the first mitzvah of the Torah, have children. I'm sure the Chazanish prayed for children, and I'm sure he'd be talking to the of children. And for whatever reason, Hashem didn't want it. But that was because it's exera. But 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 b'derech kal, the Yeshua Yeshua will come through the bitachon. Um, uh, so and therefore that ki hurav lahoshia mikol because Hashem is Rabbi Yeshu also carifying this line. Uh, it's 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 used often today. I'm not sure. I, I, was, I was wondering. I think there's a. I wrote down once maybe a medrash that says it's Lashon, but I know I I know it from here. Yeshu also carifying that Hashem's salvation comes in a, in a blink of an eye, like a blink of an eye. In one second, every the whole turnabout could come. Yeshu also carifying right now. It looks like nothing's gonna happen. It's a mission impossible. And tomorrow, it's Yeshua also care of Avakan, and therefore, because even in the most dire, most dreadful, most scary, most the, the most dark times, uh, when things look like there's a brick wall in front of you, where it seems like to be mission impossible, or you have a dream, you have a drive, and you just don't know how you can do it, uh, or you know, uh, when you're a parent and you have children, you know, I, I, there's no expiration date. For a parent being nervous about children's doing, <laughs> or for children's needs, or grandchildren, uh, the, that Yeshua can it happen. Can You have to know that in one second things could change. Uh, could change, and therefore, the more we're botech, first of all, it empowers our prayer, it empowers us to do things in this world, not to give up in this world, to take on challenges which seem to be overwhelming, to have the peace of mind to 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 go on. Um, Al can yikave, like we discussed by the Ramchal, yikave li Yeshuaso, have have kivoy, have hope for that salvation. Gamim acheriv, munach al tzavar Like the Talmud says that that we learn from King David, but who learned this from Moshe Rabbeinu, um, and who and, and, and whose descendant Chizkiyah Hamelech said this to Yeshaya. Gam, even if there's a sword on your neck. There's a sword on your neck. You're Moshe Rabbeinu. This is what happened to Moshe. And there's a moment where you're going to die. There, it looks like it's all over. End of the game. Uh, it's a pasuk in Eov. Even when I'm going to be getting killed, you know, I'm going to still have faith um, in Hashem. I think I said this story. I don't think I said this over this. David Ashir. Uh, I've seen it in a couple of places. Brings the following amazing 
uh, I think it'll be Goldwasser, maybe even the first one to say this, um, of somebody who was in in the, in the concentration camps. I think it was in in, in Birkenau, and whatever he got there, and every day he would say Shuasa. Um, that the Yeshua of Hashem Karafan, if Hashem wants to get us out of this death camp, death camp, you know what a death camp is? <laughs> a death camp, you read the description, someone said to me today, they're watching Holocaust movies, they recommend me to watch Holocaust movies, I'm like, are you joking? Do you think I need to watch a Holocaust movie? It's in my blood. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying, it's in my blood, right? You know, I, I grew up with my mother's milk on the Holocaust. You know, I, don't, I, I'm, 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 I am a product uh, 100% made by the, the Holocaust. My parents would be, my mother is a product of a second marriage. Both first spouses were killed. I need to see a movie. I know I grew up, we had nightmares as a four-year-old kid because I was told stories of the Holocaust. So, you know, but, you know, you think about a death camp, you read these things, people went to a death camp, they thought it was like a nightmare. Like, you can't even imagine. It's like, if you go to Disney World, they can say make-believe land, and a death camp was everything you would imagined about the, hell. About Gehenim, about evilness, about wickedness. Like you, it, it was. It's almost fact is stranger than fiction. You can even in, in a book to make, make up a thing of the cruelty of the, the, the brutality that went on a death camp. And here, this guy is walking around. You should. You should have some care about. So you know, what, the first day, I, you know, a, a person can be positive. You know, I remember someone once was in a um, something I know. Went to a pretty negative uh, college surroundings, um, which is always a bad idea to send an 18, 19 year old kid to. Uh, so, so he told me that someone said, "Oh, he's very positive now. Let's see how he's in six months." You know, the first day you come somewhere, you think you're all religious, you're all good. You see you in six months. Uh, so, different discussion. But in the camp, death camps. Okay, first day, let him say sure. You stay in in, in, in in the death camp a few weeks, and you see how. How jolly you are. And this guy, we kept saying, Shuasa Karafayim, Shuasa Karafayim. And he had this, you know, essential communist roommate in, the, in, in, the, in his bunk who kept telling me you're crazy. This communist, you know, old-style communist guy in the, you know, Jews were in, before the Holocaust in Europe were divided. There was secular Zionists, there was communists, there was the Bund, there was religious Zionists, there was... You know, majority were actually religious in certain parts of of, of Poland and Russia, uh, Poland and, uh, and Hungary. So yeah, this guy is coming here crazy, and he's just caravan. And there was a day where they got thrown into this line where they, you know, they, they decided they're going to kill that that people. Like they were worn out. And this guy says to me, "You still think Yeshua's Kashar Karavan? They knew where the, they knew where the gas chambers were. They were in the working in the camp for months. Still think Yeshua's yeah, Yeshua's Karavan." And they're getting closer. They're going into the, into the into the doctor. She wants to clarify him. And now they're in the room. They're in the room. In the, in the room, and saying, "Do you still believe she wants to clarify him?" Absolutely, she also. Hashem wants to save us right now. They had closed the doors in the gas chamber. We told this guy, then then um, she also clarify him. And uh, um. And the guy said to him, you're crazy. And he says, no, Yeshua Hashem, Hashem wants to take me us out right now. Take me out right now. And at that moment, the door ha- opened. A Nazi looks around. I said, I need one more worker. He pulls this guy out of the gas chamber and says, come work with me. And slam the door closed. And uh, as the door is being slammed closed, the communist screams to this Jew, screams to this Jew, 
Um, please say Kaddish for me. Now this story, how this story got this juice English show us a care of iron because he lived in England and there's a day uh, where this elderly Jew a few years ago was saying Kaddish and he was crying as he was saying Kaddish. Uh, many decades, many decades after the Holocaust. And somebody went over to him and asked him, why are you crying? And it was the end of this person's life, and he told him the story. And he said, today is the day that I was pulled out of that, 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 of that gas chamber. And I was saying Kaddish for that communist. But what saved this person? How is it saved? Because the person literally believed Yeshua Hashem Karafayim. That when a, when a person... It's 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 on a rational level when you believe in in it all is possible. It empowers you, and then certainly it creates your mazel to be strengthened. It it creates a reality where Kajbaruch who gives you bracha when you put your faith um, in Hashem. And the person needs to know that it, and there is that that the Yeshua of Hashem is keharif ayin mamish. In one second, it seems to be you know uh, the worst. Death sentence. You're in a you're in the gas chamber. Who gets out of there? And there's n- in one second. If Hashem wants to get out of there, and Moshe Rabbeinu, we learn from him, he had a sword to his neck. Henik Delaney, he's on his deathbed. Luyachal, I just saw, I just saw Redavid Ashrak just speak of him. You know, I I, I, I get his, I, don't remember, I don't even remember when I signed up for his emails because uh, I years ago was recommended his book to some people actually on this uh, Zoom conference. Uh, so I signed up then for his emails, and I saw today he had, because now because of the situation, I, 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 every few days I'll, I look at it. I don't look at it every day. I, not that I think it's not a good investment of time, so I don't have the time to do it. Um, so I saw today a, a story about a person who, who, who told him he had hours to live. For me, it's COVID-19. And he sent a message to his Rebbe, to be honest, and David, and he said he's going to say the whole Tehillim uh, for him. And his shul prayed for him. And literally this person was told he has hours to live. He's an elderly, elderly person as well. And within 12 hours he was out of the hospital. They said, they realized they're giving too much oxygen. Within 12 hours, <laughs> the man's out of the hospital. He was, on, he was like a goises. Like, dead. They, they, they were, they're going to pull, the, they're gonna pull out, take off the ventilator off him. And within, within 12 hours, not only is he a little bit, the eternal, he was walking out of the hospital. He brought the story that's today, and it happened the past two weeks. Right? That 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 is the power of belief in, in Hashem that all is possible. That comes that's that's it's empowering, but it's also chain it's transformative, not only spiritually for you, but for the world, the Matthias of the world. It goes by a different reality in, in, in the world. How do you have this? It's when you have bitachon. When you talk about you believe with all of your heart and all of your soul. That Hashem runs the world, and Hashem is about chesed. Hashem wants to do chesed, and He loves you and I more than anyone we could ever imagine, and knows what's best for us, and all is possible. And there's nothing that God can't change in the world. So this uh, this tikva, this hope that even right now, where there's no promise, because there is no promise. I mentioned the chazanish. You know, it could be there's some reason a person has bitachon and they die. It, it could be there's a reason why that happens. We don't know always, but. But it, it, it could be, it, as opposed to if you keep Shabbos, you're a hundred percent guaranteed, a hundred percent guaranteed you will not lose out. But it, with, as far as things, there's no promise. 
it's not a hundred percent because we don't know the, the, the Hashem's calculations. But what it, what is a hundred percent is that when you have been talking about Hashem, first of all, that itself is a merit for eternity. That itself affects the world spiritually a hundred percent. But even for the person themselves, the situation themselves, it is overwhelmingly possible to switch it because of that, because of the schos of bitachon, and that comes, that tikva comes, atzula and emanates from bitachon. You should have bitachon Hashem, have trust Hashem at all times and at all places. Pirish b'cholais, right? At all times, gam beis tzara Even when it looks like you can't, you're not going to be able to do anything. You don't know how to get out of it. You just do not see a natural path to get out of it. This is all about these, a lot of these are psukim. And tell them, uh, this is actually a pasuk in Yeshaya. Have faith in Hashem. Because Hashem is the, the eternal rock of both worlds. Uh, it, 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 that you who gives if you have a you're rewarded for eternity and then even in this world because God is the creator of everything everyone every situation every microbe <laughs> every, every dollar in the world is up to Hashem have faith in Hashem because everything, all is possible. All is possible. There's nothing that doesn't, there's nothing, there's zero that you could look at as, as locked. It cannot be changed. There's zero that you have to say that, that I can't fix it, you know? And I, I, you know, I sometimes you speak to people today, they look at the world around them. Like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm, I, you know, writing an article is, is, a, is a drop in the sea, but there's so much things that you and I can do Forgetting being saved, I know the impetus for all of us to learn this really is that we're living in a, uh, as I said in the beginning, the Chinese curse, living in interesting times and challenging times and dangerous times and, and scary times. But but Bitochon is way beyond that. Bitochon is you and I, we can change ourselves because of Bitochon. We can change the world because of Bitochon. Right? We're, we, we, if we believe, like I remember about in color, do you want us to start a Lakewood Yeshiva in 1941? Do you know what's going on in 1941? The World War II is going on. The Holocaust is going on. The man didn't speak a word of English. He gets off a boat in San Francisco, by the way. In San Francisco. He gets to San Francisco. He knows nobody. He, and he gives a speech there about America's going to be a place of Torah. Do you know what America was in 1941? It was the Trefa Medina. It was a place where Judaism was not was buried and lost. And, and, and watered down and perverted. That's what happened in America. To think to build a yeshiva, a kailal, with no money, with no English, with no connections. I mean, yeah, how do you, well, do you do that? In, in a culture of America in the 1940s, which was actually, you know, anti-Semitism in the 1940s, early 1940s, was way higher than it was today. People were blaming World War II on the Jews. Literally on the Jews. Right? It was a Jewish war. Right? Why are we going to Europe? Right? You know, all these types of things. And here's this European rabbi, who's no youngster, <coughs> coming and saying we need Kailol in America. Like, 
there, there was barely anyone in day schools at the time. How does a person think like that? Like, where does that come from? You know, we could say today, but like then, it's all be talking. It's posh it all be talking. You believe that the world is not is, is not locked in. That you could change the world. And by the way, it's in the Jewish DNA. It's in the the reason why Jews again, Rachmanis, many Jews. They they, 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 they they have this tikva. I'm not talking about the, the pledge allegiance in Israel, but this tikva to change the world. They're 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 the social warriors for all kinds of crazy causes. But but it comes, it comes because it's in the Jewish DNA that you can change the world. It comes from Avram Avinu. Right? Avram Avinu was the biggest iconoclast that the world has ever seen. Avram Avinu was the biggest iconoclast. He was a one man. He was every. He stood against the entire world. The entire world had a worldview, an ideology of paganism. And here you have Avram Avinu standing up against the world. Right? Now, when you have Bitochan, it's not just that you can change the world, but you, you tap into Kaddish Barko, right? And change the world. And that's why here I am, and you are, we're all religious Jews, um, 3,300 years from Torah, and 3,700 years since Avram Avinu, like, amazing. It's like, posh, amazing that we can be here today in the most adverse, adverse, you know, situations physically and spiritually over, over, the, over the millennium. But there are always Jews who believe in tomorrow. There are always Jews who believe that even though today it looks like we're, we're leaving Spain, it's, nine, it's 1492 and we have nowhere to go. You know, yeah, these people had nowhere to go. You know, it looks terrible. There is a tomorrow. You know, uh, what's amazing to me, uh, you said the Holocaust, is like my wife's grandmother said, she's on the death marches. Like, they sang Ani Mamin on the death marches. You know, they're sitting there on death marches. And she's singing, we believe in Mashiach. We're singing to Mashiach. Right? They're, they're on the death marches itself. And my, my grandparents, after the Holocaust, you know, we're in DP camps for three to four years. Not, not to, what well, it was after the Holocaust. They had nowhere to go. Uh, you know, it, it's it's, not, it's the, the ability of, of Klal Yisrael of a Yid to believe that all Hashem runs the world. It's not locked. I can rebuild myself. I can rebuild the world, and it's empowering. Um, you know, and sometimes things are very short. It's short. Karev, I am mamish. Like in one second. Uh, you know, everything changes. Sometimes it's a little bit longer, but it's always with the knowledge that that Yeshua could come in one moment. That one moment. By the way, the belief of Mashiach, we're not talking about Mashiach tonight, uh, is exactly that. That, that Yeshua also, Keharif, uh, Keharif Ayim. Because Hashem runs the world. Uh, have faith because every Shem could do everything. You have to know in life who, in front of who are you serving. And we see Pirkei Avos, second week of Avos. I hope everyone's learning Pirkei Avos. Last week was the first week, this week's the second week. It's because this is this week's Pirkei Avos. Know in front of who you serve. Hashem will always reward you. You will always, always be rewarded, as I mentioned two nights ago, in the eternal world. It, it, when you and it's, when you have bitachon, that reward is kifli kaflaim. It's, it's so much. It's geometrically higher. Very often you'll see it in this world, and sometimes you won't. Like sometimes, for whatever reason, there's a gezera. Hashem doesn't want this to happen. It could have been that Rabbi Aaron Kotler came to America, and it didn't happen. It very well could have been that. 
Why did it happen? Because he had the Betachan. <laughs> Why did it happen? Because he believed in Hashem. But it, there also could have been, for whatever reason, Hashem did not want it to happen. But you know what? In Shammai and Abayim were both liquid, and he would have been rewarded for a large extent for, for that Betachan. Which means, even if sometimes we don't, there's reasons things don't happen in life. We don't always, we're not, we, there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's not just all, it's not just about us, it's about a, 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 a whole messianic process. But, the or is always rewarded for Betachan. Uh, all of this is, comes with reward. Person has to be talking, right? It's a different, it's a different reality because when you have be talking, you realize whether it's COVID nineteen can leave once. COVID nineteen is easy, by the way. Because it's completely minashalim. It's my gefa. It's you know, in one second, it, 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 there could be something created by Hashem. It's not even people over here. It's 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 purely from Hashem. In one second, but way beyond that, way there's nothing. There's nothing that's locked in life. Now, it doesn't mean you can break the laws of nature. If you jump off a, a, an Empire State Building and say, I'd be talking, you're going to die. That's a pretty stupid thing to do. Don't do that. Right? But it does mean that anything in, in the laws of nature, um, and certainly, and certainly when you're, uh, you're impassioned about something, and certainly when you believe in something, and certainly when you, the more be talking, you put in it, there's a, there's a, a line um, in Navi, actually, the Chabetz Chaim, and is, he, he loved this line, it's by David HaMelech, who is, again, the, not only the author of Tilim, who is our Rebbe. David HaMelech is the Rebbe to our extended Bitochan. The reason David was able to fight lions um, and fight Goliaths uh, was David goes to fight Goliath, B'Shem HaShem. Like, you know, how in the world do you know what Goliath, Goliath was? You know, and here David's coming as a red-headed little guy, taking a stone and killing Goliath. You know how he, he because he had the greatest Bitochan. David is our Rebbe in Bitochan. So there's one point um, it's it's uh, in Shmuel where he was not yet the king. He was he had been chased because of Shaul, and he's in the land of the Plishtim, and he actually was acting like a, an ally of the Plishtim. We're not going to go through Navi right now, uh, but in there, he take his soldiers ahead, and the, what happened is the Amaleki, the Amalekim came from behind and took all the women and children, and the, his few hundred soldiers that were with him wanted to kill David. They were blaming him for this. And the Pasuk says, I think it's Vayigbab, really, if I find it real quick, I'll get it. If not, I'll just tell you to you outside. It's worth it to hear it. As I said, every little bit of Bitochen uh, is so valuable. Oh, here we go. Yes. In your honor, I got it. Actually, it's, it's Perek Shmuel Aleph, Perek Lamed Pasuk Bav. The Tetzla Davin Ma'od. And David was very distressed. Ki Amru Ha'am. These soldiers are with him. They said, Lesakla. They wanted to stone him. Ki Maru Nefesh Kol Ha'am. They are blaming him. By the way, this is the peril of being a leader. You get you, you, you if you, you get you can get stoned. Like literally Dove is like they're 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 leader in one second they want to kill him. Like literally want to kill him. Physically that's not a joke. They want to they want to kill him. Um and and Himara Nefesh called they're so angry that their woman their wives and their children were kidnapped by the Amalekim that they're gonna kill him. Oh Naisov what is it? now listen to the last four words the Chaim he said he would he, these four words he loved 
strengthened himself from Hashem his God. He strengthened his right. He quotes at the bottom. Right? This is like the art school Tanakh, which I think quotes the Radak. David did not despair, but trusted that God would enable enable him to recover the captives. And Buddy also he said to talk about Hashem. He was strengthened himself, which means even at that moment when people are screaming, hundreds of people want to kill you, right? And they have actually abandoned you. Like you're the leader, they're abandoned you. That bitachon, it was what saved him at that moment, and it was that bitachon that empowered him always. So I want you to know, like I mentioned in the beginning, that there is, um, even though we want this to leave as soon as possible, there's really a gift in this. The more bitachon that we come out of this, not only will we survive or thrive in COVID, we will realize that in life, when we have bitachon, we will transform ourselves and we can transform the world. Okay, we'll hold here, everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nighty nights. Okay. Thank you. Go to, uh, next. We're